Blog Talk Radio. Me all night. 
when smokers don't go outside to smoke a cigarette, you know it's cold in. Because <laughs> them jokers go out there to smoke anytime. But anyway, let me hush up. Hey, how y'all doing, man? We got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got three hours to talk about it, so there's no need to rush, I don't think. Um, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. Easiest way is call in, 347-838-8622. Uh, you can email me or my co-host, P. Ross. You can e- email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com, or you can email P. Ross at p.leona.ross at gmail.com. Y'all got that? p.leona.ross at gmail.com. Hey, shoot her an email if y'all want, to, you know, want me to know what you're talking about. That's fine. Y'all can shoot it to her. It's all good. We went in the same team. Anyway, so I'm a chalk chatting blind, but I got started already. Y'all wouldn't believe a minute ago I was just tired. Now I got all kind of energy. That's what y'all do. Y'all give me this energy. I don't know where, where it comes from. <laughs> anyway, let me hustle up and bring the logical world in. P. Ross, where you at? Talk to me, my lady, lady, lady. Hey there. How you doing? Yeah, you did just get some energy real quick out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I think it was just in 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 in, in the fact of signing on, and it worked. Yeah, yeah, it works, man. You be some, yeah, yeah. Once the, yeah. look, look. Once that on air sign go on, it's just like energy just flows down. Or it may be the energy I have saved up because I ain't been outside because it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's really, it's really not too cold. And let me make a correction real quick um, to that email address. You had everything, but at the end of Ross, there's a twenty-four. Oh yeah, there's a twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad, my bad. All right, I'll yeah. I'll redo it in the chat room. There's a twenty-four. Yeah, because she's twenty-four years old, y'all. Y'all wouldn't believe that. Would right. You? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Oh, oh Lord, have mercy. So anyway, besides that, what else is going on, my sister? Hey, nothing. It is what it is. You know, we got some hot topics to talk about. We got a hot quote of the day from Sister Ngoni. So, yeah, we good. We ready to rock and roll, as you say. Yeah, it's time for this train to get to rolling. Time for this train to get to rolling. Okay, so that's p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. That is her email, y'all. So if you want to email P. Ross, there it is. It has been corrected. See how easy that was? I placed it in the chat room, so if y'all want to go and think, look at it, it's in the chat room. <clears throat> also, I got two links in the chat room as well. Um one is an article, and um, it, 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 it talks about um, Trump's 45's mother, you know, and if you read that article, it gives you a better understanding of why is he so screwed up and the way he feels, especially about immigrants. I, I found it very enlightening. So you get a chance to check it out. And the other one is about um, the lives of black women, and it just tells about uh, a couple of black, uh, black women that was killed and the effect that it has on people. But we're going to get a little bit into more in that um, in the show a little later on because we're going to talk about Erica Gardner. If y'all y'all know who that is, you know, that's the daughter of Eric Gardner. 
you know, the guy that was choked in New York City, and, uh, you know, he kept saying he couldn't breathe, and the cop kept choking him. And then later on, you saw the cops walking around with shirts on that said, I can breathe. Yeah, that, well, his daughter died last week, so. And it's interesting, some interesting stuff we're going to talk about. All right, but before we get there, go there, and all this other good stuff, let's go on. You ready? You ready, P. Ross? Let's go ahead and, and do this thing with the quote of the day because she always has it.
all the time. See? But when mama was working for $3 and a dime just to put clothes on your back and shoes on your feet and cause you to get to school, you know, when you didn't want to go, pulling the covers off your bed, combing your nappy head. Now you all fresh and clean and you don't even, the woman is never seen by you. Tucked away in some nursing home or some other little corner in the wall or in another city and you don't think about her and you don't visit at all. Because now the job is your God and money is your Lord. So all those things of the past, you know, you don't have anything to do with anymore. So when the day comes and, you know, she's on her way out and you crying and want to throw yourself in the coffin and everybody looking at you like, man, really, what's that all about? You know, you've been doing that really didn't matter. You can't get back those days. You can't get back those times. Mother, you can't get back. And father, you can't get back the time when your kid was three and learned how to use the bathroom successfully. When you wasn't there, you didn't take the time to care because you were somewhere else out in the street. Now they're grown men. Now they're grown women with their own life, and, hey, you want their attention. But you was never a father. You was never a mother. So you can't, they don't call you mom, and he don't call you daddy. You never was there because what you wanted wasn't exactly what you need, but at that time you really couldn't see that what you wanted wasn't so important as what you needed. You needed to be that mom. You needed to be that dad. You needed to be that son. You needed to be responsible. You needed to be accountable to the things that God had placed in your life and entrusted you with to bring up right so that they could become the man and the woman that they are today. But since in your heart they really wasn't all that important and they really didn't play a part, you found out too late that what you wanted really wasn't what you needed. Y'all like that, don't you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now, for those that didn't hear, say the quote of the day one more time. Sometimes what we want is not what we need. Y'all hear that, right? Y'all hear that? All right. So I'm not gonna go any further. I think she said the, she did a wonderful job explaining that. I'm not. I'm not going in further. Sometimes what you want is not what you need. You know, I think she covered it all, right? She covered it all. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> I can go somewhere else with it, but I'm not gonna go there. I'm going to leave that alone. Thank you, P. Ross, for that, that wonderful, wonderful quote of the day. And you know what? Yeah, you know, I'm going to give you applause on that one. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, we like, we like that one. <laughs> uh, okay. It took a long time to get there, but it, it got a little bit late going on here. I don't know why, but it does that. All right, so where do we start? So there's a lot to talk about, man. Where do we start? But let's start with some good news. Walmart has announced that it's going to be giving raises to all its employees up to $1,000. I guess that depends on the seniority. Isn't that wonderful, y'all? 
mean, they're like, what, the second or third company that came out to say that, right? So that means something is really going good in the economy and everything is growing, right? <laughs> Hold your horses. Hold your horses. Because, if, you know, when things get going real good, you know there's always a reason why. Because everybody's like, how are they going to pay all of them people? They're making that much money, they're going to pay all of them people. Up to a thousand dollars. That's a lot of people, man. That really is. And you know what? I said, Oh, that is so wonderful. Really impressed me. Let them bring a union in. <laughs> we know that's not gonna happen, right? Now I would really be impressed seeing if Walmart did that. I would really would be. But I do know that's not gonna happen. But anyway, anyway, back to what I was saying. Here's some more news from about Walmart. Walmart is abruptly closing sixty three. That's six, three, Sam's Club locations across the U.S. And that's what the company told the Business Insider yesterday. Uh-huh. Some stores have already been closed. Others will close within weeks. And here's how, how, how bad this was. A lot of the employees weren't even informed of the closing. So they didn't even know what was happening. They, they probably got happy and said, yeah, we're going to get raised. Yeah, you'll be without a job as we about to happen. You know, so some have closed already. <laughs> um, a little light at the end of the tunnel. Ten of the closed stores will be turned into e-commerce distribution centers. Yeah, so there may be a little help for some of them, but that's a lot of people out of job. I wonder if they're going to go into the job report. Huh? I wonder if they're going to go into the job report. But we'll see about that, right? As the stores run, when they say nationwide, they really mean nationwide. All the way from Washington State to New Hampshire. You got, I mean, so they going through, man. Indiana, Illinois, Georgia, Florida, Texas, California. I mean, they they going through, man. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do, what they're going to do with this thing. Uh, but they're going to get some raises. Isn't that wonderful? Those people going to get some raises, some more money. And you know what the best part about it is? It's right around income tax check. So the income tax bottles, oh, man, you know, they're about to be really good if they work for Walmart. <laughs> and y'all know who the income tax bottles are. Y'all know who they are. You know, those are the folks that every tax season, what they do, what they do, they get them income check, check, and they just go crazy. Mm, so, it's good. It's good. Uh, so, let's talk about that a little bit. All right. So, coming out of the chat room. Chad Warren says, remember, there are five members of Walmart family that have been on Forbes 500 list for about 20 years. So, those raises are pennies on the dollar. If It's only reported if they apply for unemployment. And they only stay on that report for six months. Then they drop off whether they have employment or not. That's how job statistics work. That is true. Yes, that is true. And I'm glad you said that, Shadow Warrior, because I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Pianki in the chat room says, and I listen to ignorant black sportsmen calling about black meat on stores. Yeah, right. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh, anyway. Let's go back to what Shadow Warrior was saying. Um, you know, and, and that is right, Shadow Warrior, and 
that's why when, when 45 came out this week and said, oh, the black unemployment rate is now down to, what, 6.8% or something like that, who the heck they fooling? Huh. <laughs> I go someplace and find 100% of the occupants not without a job, without a job. So, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things. I'm glad you brought it up. You have to understand how this thing works. You know, even the the wonderful Piangi says black unemployment rate has not been this good since slavery. Okay, see, so he's drinking the Kool-Aid as well. I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid because I know that's poison Kool-Aid right there. That, that's really poison Kool-Aid because it's not taking into effect those that are not looking at um, Shadow Warriors say that dropped off after six months because they just couldn't find it. You know, uh, they definitely ain't counting the ones in prison. You know, they, they don't count for nothing long they're behind the bars, right? Mm. Um, and just the, the ones that's frustrating. Now, we have to remember also, this is coming off the holiday season. And we all know during each year during the holiday season, season a lot of individuals become employed because the companies, warehouses, things like that, need the additional help. <clears throat> but let's see where it's going to be at in, in a couple of um couple of months, two or three months down the, down the road here, and we really going to find out. But then again, you know, this administration, anything they can claim, they're going to claim. They're going to claim it. When actually, it really has nothing to do with it. They've been in office. They're, the policies that they have passed so far have not had a chance to really be effective to anything. So really, if you want to put this in perspective, this still goes back to the previous administration. I mean, let's just put it out there like it is. No. But, of course, 45 is going to take credit. Just like <laughs> he canceled his trip to London, because he was supposed to go to London, but he canceled it. And he said um, because he was going there because they were supposed to remove or sell a U.S. embassy from the city, and he called it a bad deal. And he blamed it on the previous administration, the Obama administration. He did, but the deal was done under the Bush administration. See, see what I'm saying? So when you hear certain things, you have to find the facts in it because the you know, facts are half and half, and sometimes, you know, you have that side, that side, and then the truth is in the middle somewhere that nobody wants to go to. So <clears throat> when you hear certain things, y'all, just let's, let's, let's do this. Uh, you know, pay attention to it. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it right there for right now. <laughs> I'll leave it there for right now. And uh, oh Lord, have mercy! It, it, it's a very, very interesting thing. But you know what? Being the fair host that I am, I'm gonna go and bring Pianki in so he can get his two city in real fast. So it's Friday, y'all, and I'm having a ball. Pianki, welcome to the show. What you got for me? Man, Eric, <clears throat> we are in such such. Dynamic times. Did you just listen to the plan that the Trump administration has put forth with the 529 college savings program that many states take advantage, well, many people take advantage for? Now they have said that those savings can be used by people, families, for their children as early as kindergarten. I mean, this is dynamic. You don't have to leave your child in these wretched 
environments that so many find themselves in yet are not deserving of. This is astronomical, Eric. Too bad we didn't have it when my siblings was in school. And this could be a prelude to full choice with full vouchers. And you know one other thing. You go to the National Society of Black Engineers website, which I hope Trump speaks at their annual convention. They won't get booed. He won't get booed like he does at the NAACP convention. They have over 6,000 jobs that's in the STEM field that's being unfulfilled. And also, I was I was also informed that there are still an abundance of scholarships, college scholarships, and also further education scholarships that's available for, and specifically for black and African-American students, that they are not taken off the table, too. So we have to do much better, Eric. What's your opinion? We have to do much better at what? Getting what our children prepared, getting your children huh? prepared so they can take advantage of all these opportunities, man. Okay, I, I, you know what? You have you you have no argument with me there. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. In fact, I was having a discussion yesterday where I actually said that um, it's up to the parents to educate your children because um, – you know, if you rely on any of this education system we have, it's not going to happen. It's not. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. All right. You're right, Eric. You are absolutely right. Now, but, um, <laughs> so, but you know the naysayers are going to come out. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know what the 529 savings plan is, it's a tax advantage savings plan designed to encourage saving for future college costs. 529 plans, legally known as qualified tuition plans, are sponsored by the state, state agencies, and educational institutions, and authorized by Section 529 of the Internal Revenue Code. Yeah, and that's definition as of December the 4th, 2017. I'm going to put the link in the chat room, and you know, that sounds good. That that really sounds good. And it, 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 if it was attainable, that'd be good, right? But the only problem is, and this, and I could say most Americans, but I'm gonna go ahead and say black community, they don't have savings like that. They don't have they don't have the extra income to invest in and put money in that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it'd be good yeah. if it could happen, and I kind of yeah. wish I did. it was done when I was around. But that is a true. That's just the fact of the thing. I'm not saying it's not a good idea. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that most average Black Americans do not have that extra income, to, the extra cash to put into that thing. Well, that's Eric, it's like this, man. <clears throat> the, the college scholarships are on the board. And all you have to do is prepare your child for it. Libraries are free. There is many other programs out there that are free that you can put your okay. child into. Who do you need? Who do you need? 
who do you need to go to um who needs to go to a library? Got the internet, right? Well, I'm waiting on the excuse that they don't have internet at house. They can go to the library. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know what? That's the, that's one of the saddest things there is. Uh, I don't care. You may be eating poker beans and weenies or ramen noodles, but two things you you always see, whether they 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 are claim to be poor or rich is internet and a cell phone. That's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. So they say they don't have internet, but not or somebody in the family has the internet. Mm-hmm. And you know, in Texas, you allow to save one hundred and thirty-five dollars a month. I mean, that's not much money. I mean, get a part-time, two or three-hour job a week for one week out of a month. That pay for that. Mm-hmm. People have to put down all these excuses and sacrifice so that their children, at least can have a better chance than what the advantages that they took of. You know, those that come along and waste their own opportunities, that don't mean that your child has to be in a bastion of perpetual failures because you won't realize and be accountable to provide them what it is, in many cases, free, the things that they need. Okay. According to a 2017 Global Rate survey, more than half of Americans, 57%, have less than $1,000 in their savings account. Less than $1,000. And I can, I can say probably even more, less than 500 you know? But they said that's an improvement from last year, when, uh, 2016, when 69% of Americans reported having less than $1,000 in savings. So, <laughs> I don't know. A higher percentage have no savings at all, 39% up from 34% in 2016. So, once again, that's a good plan. But as this says, where, where's, where's the extra funds going to come from? Not making an excuse or anything, but this is just a fact. You know? Well, you got two things going on there, Eric. One, uh-huh. people aren't doing all the things that's necessary that they can do in order to take advantage of these programs. And two, the old proverbial reality is everybody just ain't going to make it. Well, the, 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 the reality is everybody don't need that, 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 that so-called college education. They tell you they do. You know, that's like the, the whole, the whole um, ploy of, of – well, thank you, Pian. Is there anything else you want to add before I, I move on? I got to move on here. Well, I'm going to let you go on, but you know, there's another. I hear another scheme out there that some guy, this African American, professor out of Washington D.C., and also is a, is a professor out of uh, Washington University in St. Louis, was talking about uh, baby bonds, whereas the federal government provides every baby that's born. With uh, $20,000 baby bond So that when they become of age They can use that to start a business Or whatever they want to do with it Now the thing that gets me with They will lift the rich to $500 You know why you want to segregate the rich It's this, this devious attack on the rich And this ain't going to work anyway But uh, you know You hear all these schemes And all these plans 
And all I can do is just shake my head. Anyway, we're going with your program. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Bianchi. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay. Well, anyway, as I was, oh, yeah, as I was about to say, uh, when we start talking about college, and there's a lot of them, those so-called rich billionaires, whatever out there, that never attended a college. Uh, if they did go, they stopped. They dropped out. So is college really a necessity? Well, if you listen to some people, they would say, yes, you have to go. But in all honesty, that's a racket in itself. That's a racket in itself. Because most people go, parents are sending their kids or trying to get them a scholarship. We didn't come to the scholarship thing, so I'm not going to go into that. But people are sending to the school, oh, Four years. Well, today, universities aren't set up for students to go four years. It's set up for students to go at least six years. At least six. Why is that? Because they get more money that way. It's always about the dollar. They, 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 they get more money this way. You, If you don't get a scholarship, you have to do what? Find out your assistant. Once again, more money. You got to pay back. You know, and let's be honest. What do they really learn when they go to college? How many, what percentage, I'm going to look that up in a minute, what percentage of students that actually go to college, get the degree, come out and are able to have a successful career in the field they got their degree in? Interesting, huh? So, parents out there, I'm going to put it this way. If you're going to send your kids to college, here's a great way to save some dough and save you some headache. Have your kids go to a junior college or community college first. Get the core programs out of the way. All right? Once they have the core uh, classes and things out of the way, then let them go to the big university if that's what they want to go to and, and finish getting the degree. It'll save you a lot of money in the long run. Now, for y'all that's balling like that, hey, do what you're going to do. Do what you're going to do. If you can afford to send your, 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 your child to the University of Texas for six, seven years, you go right ahead and do that. More power to you. But for those on a budget and economically challenged, I'm telling you, send them to community college first or the, or the local um, junior college, and then after they finish their core, Send them to let them go to the university. That's my take on what's what they should happen. P. Ross, what you think? You know, you you deal with a lot of this also. So tell me what you think about. Mm. Well, <laughs> granted, that, you know, with the college degree, you know, people graduating. Um, one study done by the Washington Post, only 27% of college grads actually have a job related to their major. They're not mm-hmm. able to get out and really find jobs in that major, or they end up doing something else because of the job market. 62%, 62.1% doing something else. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're either underemployed, you know, because they they got to have a job. They got to support themselves. So 
what their their field of study was, if they're not able to find a job or they don't want to locate to get to a job, and a lot of college students don't, a lot of people don't. We know, you know, we have several colleges here where 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 we are. A lot of those people, if they don't leave here, they really end up working for the state or something like that. Not in their field of study, but working up. Hopefully, a positions open up where they can work in that field. You know, for 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 the most part. Now, when we're talking about the paid tuition. You know, and all of that. You're right. As the black community, a lot of a lot of people don't just have the extra resources to do that. They're struggling just to keep food on the table, you know, um, or clothes on their kids' back, you know, so they don't have the 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 extra income to really put away for that. Although though they they are they are great programs if you are able to invest in them. But then again. Everybody is not college material. Everybody is not. Every child that graduates from high school is not ready to go to a four-year university. Now, there are those who are quite mature, you know, and who think they're ready, and they'll go off, you know, and waste a year or two, especially if they go to a party school. They're going to get distracted. Mom dad's not there. They're not going to put their foot on their neck. They have the money. They have the credit card. You know, that's why a lot of colleges, whether you know it or not, their policy is that freshmen can't own a car. They can't have a car on campus. See, so a lot of kids, they're, they, they're, they, you know, they're not ready for that type of environment. And while you're, you're talking about investing in these plans, you know, you have to look at the children that you have at the end of the day. You know, you don't want to waste money sending them to college and they're going to drop out or they're going to make a mess of it and not come out with a degree or come out with the degree and still not be able to survive, you know. So, and 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 one good thing about it was that Yankee said, which I didn't know this until he said it, that now you're able to use those funds, you know, to get a better just grammar education for your kids. If you don't, you know, you don't want them in the public school, which we know public schools have greatly deteriorated across this whole nation. Their focus is teaching kids as little as possible and pushing them on to the next grade to get them out. If you can't pass here in Florida, the FCAT, hey, all right, well, maybe you'll pass it next year, you know, and you keep going, you keep going, and at the end of 12 years, you know, you still haven't passed this test, but you're knowledgeable. But if you're going to pass this test, you're not getting a degree. You're not getting a diploma. What sense does that make? So kids get frustrated, and they say, what's the point? You know, it's a standardized test, you know, and, and, and nothing else is being taught. And we look at it, and let's even go beyond that. Look at the competitiveness of the education in the U.S. compared to other countries and see how far behind we have fallen because of those standards set in place by these standardized tests, how far behind. I mean, you can look it up on the Internet and you can see, you know, how they dummy down our children. And then you want to sit in the college, too, and pay for it for an inferior education. <laughs> See, so when we're talking about educating our kids, when we're talking about, you know, 
prepaid college tuition and, and whether it, it's affordable and whether it's the right thing to do and what are the benefits. We have to look at all those parameters when, when, when we're talking about are you paying, are you getting what you paid for, first of all? Are you really getting what you pay? Is it a ring toss? That by the time they get out, the market hasn't changed. The career they, you know, that they want to have at the end. And by the time they get out, done with school and all of that, are there even going to be viable jobs in that field? <laughs> and so it's a lot to look at. It's a lot to look at. It's a lot you have to take in, in into account. So there's no, there's no perfect answer. You know, the only thing I, you know, I can say is you have to look at your kids. You know, you got to look at how motivated they are, and 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 what is their track record in high school. You know, maybe trade school is good for them. Maybe just like you said, junior high school. I mean, junior college rather. Junior colleges or community colleges are, would be better for them because they don't they don't have a record of longevity. Maybe they can make it through the two years, but wouldn't be motivated to get through the four or the six. And then let them take the responsibility as adults for continuing their own education. It's in their pocket. See? Mm -hmm. That is true. You, you you have to look at it. You you really have to look at it. And, and you know, yeah, to, to add on real fast, you know, to, to take a real truthful look at it. Uh, don't, yeah. you know, don't just have to look at it and say, well, oh, it can be done. It'll work its way out. You know, we, we good at those. Us parents, we good at it. will work its way out. Don't worry about it. No, take a true look at it. Uh, and there's no harm in going to community college. It's really not. Sometimes it's, not. it's better. Yeah, it's better. I know it is financially. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh definitely. Oh, you know your and if you know your child, you know you know your child don't have good study habits right now. There, where you are, what makes you think that sending them off to a four year college or whatever university is going to change, or it's going to get any better? Yeah. See, yeah. So, yeah. so don't you can't get mad at the kid if they flunk out when you already knew their study habits was, you know, <laughs> was questionable. You know, I like that. Boy. Questionable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't have any. There, there is no study habits. That's that's why they where you are now. But you know, that's just word of the wise. You know, we we gonna move on because you know we we can make a whole show of just that topic right there. But um, I know there's some other ones, especially one dealing with black women that you want to talk about. So we we yeah. gonna leave that right there. Maybe we'll come back to that on another show. Um, yeah. and, you know, we do the scholarship thing and the advantages of going to one or the other, so forth and so on. We'll get back to that. We'll put it on the schedule somewhere. So make sure we do. Um, talk about that, you know, we could come back to it. All right? Um, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right, we got one caller that want to want to get in here real fast and 
I have to do it while we're on the topic because I get the moment in a minute and we've been forgot about it. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me? What you do? What you have for us? Oh, hello, uh, Eric. And yes, um, what uh, the lady just said it I was absolutely correct, and you as well in terms of education. Um. There's so many parents that work money and took out equity loans to send their kids to HBCUs, mm-hmm. and so many did not complete their education because they were so happy to be there getting to the party scene and the sorority fraternity scene, which uh, is a setup for failure. And so a lot, they went for a year, and the other parents wasted the money, and they had to come on back home. Um uh, secondly, um, uh, definitely, I would recommend community college. If you're not going, if you're not getting scholarship money, if you haven't really demonstrated that you're a serious student with career goals in mind and does the work and network and gotten scholarship money and that kind of thing, um, it makes sense to go to community college and do exceptionally well, um, and then the transfer to a university with scholarship money. I know someone that did that years ago, um, single mother with six kids, um, divorced, couldn't get child support or very little. Um, and so this person did that. She went to a, she was an A student throughout school, but she went to a community college, got school scholarship, transferred to a, a university, a top-tier university, and then was able to get scholarship money uh, to pay a lot of her, she wants to become a dentist. She went to dental school. And after mm-hmm. she finished dental school, she got a master's in um, public health. Now she's very successful. She's done very well. She started off at a college. So it depends on the person, what, you know, how mature they are, what their goals are in life, um, what they've demonstrated in the past. Are they going to be serious about it? And I think, you know, um, a lot of times it just takes a lot of young people to grow up and mature. So um, I wouldn't want to be paying for that, you know, with my hard-earned money uh, for them to have fun while they're maturing. Um, so, and I believe that, especially for men, they have to really work for to get to get stuff. So if they're just handed money, their hand to the education, their hand, a lot of them don't appreciate it and they kind of disregard it. But if they have to work hard in order to obtain something, um, a lot of times they'll rise up to the occasion and it helps them develop into manhood. So um, I think both of you are right on point with that. And especially nowadays, I mean, these student loans ain't no joke to pay back. And let's be real about the racial discrimination that exists. In the employment, with employment, you may have all kinds of degrees. It doesn't mean that you're going to get employed or stay employed. Um, I was looking, listening to a woman on YouTube. She's an HR professional. I think her name is Hetsetsu, like the uh, Egyptian uh, queen, and she does HR. She went to Cornell, and she says she's, she's helped a lot of people. They've called her. They've had so many problems. But she said from doctors to attorneys 
to IT, to all kind of people who have been discriminated against on their jobs. So having degrees is no guarantee of success. And she recommended that you have a, a secondary source of income. But she said even with her being HR, she had to have, she wouldn't have made it, but she didn't have her own, her own secondary sources, her own businesses, you know, on the side. So mm, okay. um, that's, that's pretty much all. It's, it's no joke out here, and it's going to get worse. And mm-hmm. everything becomes robotized, and um, they keep sending the jobs out, like that carrier. Did you talk about the carrier company that Donald Trump was saying? You know, I think that was the one he said he was saving jobs, and they were cheering. Well, they just sent a bunch of them to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so yep, they're going to keep true. outsourcing jobs, and they insourcing immigrants, and robotize with everything that they can, and, and um, um, what do you call it, having private contractors um, mm-hmm. be the employer. So, you know, um, and what she was saying is that a lot of jobs use recruiters. And why do they use recruiters to get employees? Because the employee can't sue the company uh, for discrimination for, uh, for not hiring them because, you know, the recruiter will know what the company wants and doesn't want. And that's the, the rec- you know, sometimes the recruiters will stop, won't even push the application forward. So they get around, you know, discrimination laws like that. So, I mean, people have to be smart nowadays. All of this arguing and tearing down and undercutting and stabbing in the back and uh, trying to undermine people, at the end of the day, if, if, you, if that's done, who's going to be there to support your children and grandchildren? What kind of business are they going to be to hire your grandchildren? It's silly. Yeah, but that is the way of the world. That's the way it is right now, or uh, the way it's moving too. But you know, basically, you better keep your stuff in order and don't don't trust people, you know, out here, and do the best job that you possibly can under your circumstances, and to find you know supportive people because. It, I see it getting worse. And you're talking about haters and backstabbing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> mm, yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, thank you, Miss Lady, for that. You're welcome. Because um, we really appreciate it. And, you know, it's good to hear from people that have been through it or know people that's been through it. I do as well. And, you know, they pass the information on. That's always a great thing. Um, yeah, so as I say, we're gonna do we're gonna go through and do a show about this whole situation. Um me and Pia sit down and figure out, you know, when we wanna do it, but it'll be soon, all right? Especially as we get closer to graduation. I think that'd be a good what you think, P as close to, as we get closer to graduation, you know, high school definitely. graduation time. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think that'd be a good time to do a show like that. Yeah, so go yeah. ahead and throw that on the calendar, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what we moving on to. Charlie Daniels, y'all know that 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 guy, that country singer Charlie Daniels, who became famous, never went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soldier still. He was the guy way behind. They were supposed to make a deal. Y'all know him, right? <laughs> yeah, I know the song. But anyway, 
you know, talk about y'all, y'all. I know y'all seen that that commercial about Taco Bell and their Bell Luminati um, campaign where they're talking about the, the that stack taco thing or whatever it is, and um, you know, and you know, putting it on a dollar menu and stuff like that. Well, Charlie Daniels has a message for Taco Bell. He said, namely, that it is a mistake to take the Illuminati lightly. That's what he said. He told them. He sent them a message. He didn't go any further than that. But he made sure he let them know that it is a mistake to take the Illuminati lightly. Now, of course, we know. Some would say that's a conspiracy theory. Um, some would say, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. But come on, is it really just a, a conspiracy theory? Mm. Now, some of the responses to what he, the message he sent out, um, one guy said, Charlie, how do you know Taco Bell is not a part of the Illuminati? Making commercials, mocking it to throw you off from the fact that they are a part of it. Explain that to me. Um, another guy said, wait until you see the Blenderberg ad from Arby's. Another counter uh, commentator warned the position. Another guy said, the Bohemian Grove ad from Hardy's. <laughs> you know, deals with the devil are not a frivolous subject, um, another person said. You know, so and the, the last one says, welcome to Taco Bell, Mr. Daniels. Can I take your new world order? You know, so... Everybody's making fun of, uh, you know, light of what he just, um, what he said. But <laughs> I was kind of with, 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 because when I first saw the commercial, I was like, wow, they really don't know what they're playing with, do they? But apparently somebody, somebody, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that uh, someone like Charlie Daniels, a good old Southern boy, will come out and mention the Illuminati to tell someone else. Don't take that lightly. They don't, don't play with them like that. So I don't know. It'd be fun to see what happens though, wouldn't it? <laughs> they bust in Taco Bell and take all the tacos. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, so they hungry. What you think about that, Pete? Talk to me. Uh, you know, for him to come out like that, it makes one question. I mean, they took it as a joke or whatever. It makes one question. What do you really know, and what are you so afraid of that you're going to come out and warn somebody else with no details? You know, what happened to you? What is your experience with them, and how you know so much? You know, those would be the questions that I'd be wanting the answers to, you know, um, because nobody comes up out of the blue and, and just gives you a warning just, you know, because, you know, there has to be a motivating factor behind it. There has to be some real life experience with that, you know. At least, you know, that's what I would think. Because we just don't, we just don't do that. We just don't do that. We just, we just don't warn, warn people, you know, frivolously, you know, just to be saying right. something, you know. Mm-hmm. We warn people out of necessity, you know, in order to educate them. Like, hey, baby, don't, don't, don't go this way. Don't, don't do this. Cause look, and I'm been there. It didn't turn out good for me. It ain't going to turn out good for you, really. See, mm. you know. Mm. So, yeah, I would, I, would, I would like to know his, his, his reasoning, you know, behind that. You know, I really would. I really would. Right. Me too. Me yeah. too. <laughs> but I guess some things we will not know, huh? 
No, and maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now that you put it like that. Now that you put it like that. Yeah. Yeah, what we want ain't always what we need. Ah, good one. Good one. Hey, y'all, before you went here then, that was the quarter of the day, okay? So she she rolled it back in on me. All right. Cool. I like that. All right. <laughs> That's good. All right. So, moving right along, moving right along. Da, 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 da. Um, here's something um, that's very interesting. And I think it's an aspect of, of, of police brutality that no one really, really considers. And, you know, P. Ross brought it to my attention, and I looked into it. I put a link in the chat room um, that uh, um, frontlines the uh, little story on the lives of black women. And, um, you know, with the death of Erica, Erica Gardner last week, you know, P. Ross thought it'd be um, a good time to talk about how police brutality indirectly um, kills black women, kill black women. And we're not talking necessarily from them being killed per se by officers. In some cases they are, but we're talking about the after effects of having a loved one shot or murdered, let's just go and call it what it is, murdered by law enforcement. And um, that some that. A lot of a lot of times lead to the death of that loved one. So with that being said, I've set it up. I'm gonna go ahead and let uh, my co-host take the lead on this one, and y'all, of course, now I'll be chiming in. So without further ado, here she is, the last one, y'all. P. Ross, take it away, there, partner. Hey, uh, it was a re- it was um, research done or whatever, and it was showing that there was a correlation between Erica Gardner's heart attack and her father's death because, you know, we all know on Christmas Eve she had an asthma attack and then she suffered a massive heart attack, which, you know, allegedly, you know, it caused expensive brain damage. And she lived five days, you know, and, and then and then she died. But for the whole time after her father's death, you know, she was doing the crusades and all of this stuff, and she was stressed out about that. So they looked at that. They looked at, you know, black women, you know, are, are, are dying from the trauma of police violence and, you know, and, and why. So somebody, you know, looked at that because they're, they're, they're dying prematurely. This girl was only 27 years old. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I want to, I want to, I'm going to let Mr. Talk get into all the no specific to her case, but I I, I want to look at the, 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 an analysis of stress-related deaths and how, 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 how chronic stress, you know, it, it, is, is, is leading, you know, is, is, is one of the, 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 the six leading causes of, of, of death. You know, that's like at number five, number four, you know. And it says that 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 75%, which is a whole lot, 75% stress-related deaths of women. 
Mm. It's women. That's a big number. That that's a lot. That's that that that's a lot. How how is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that so? <laughs> and 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 you know we know that disproportionately, um, it is believed that women have heart attacks more than 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 men do. You know, but for them, when stress, who that? It is saying that it releases hormones in women that increases their heart rate. Mm. See, we we know as women, you know, you're emotional, we're emotional beings, off rip. See, so add the death of a loved one to that. See, the death of your father, who you, you love, or the death of your mother, who you love, who you cared about, unjustly, on top of that. On top of that. See? And you're dealing with this not one day, but every day. See, you're dealing with this every day because your, your, your father is gone. Your father is gone. It says, according to an American Psychological Association, chronic, chronic stress is linked to the six leading causes of death which is heart disease, cancer, lung ailments, accident, cirrhosis of the liver, and suicide. And more than 75% of all physicians visits are for stress-related ailments and complaints. Chronic stress affects your brain. It suppresses your thyroid. It causes blood sugar imbalances. It decreases bone density, density, muscle tissue. It raises your blood pressure, which is we just said. And when women have that, plus the hormones to kick in, then we see why a greater percentage of them die from a heart attack due to stress-related issues. Now, Erica Garner case. Okay. <clears throat> See, you know, and and it's funny how this says, you know, but for the pendulum, you know, in in, in stress-related deaths, it doesn't swing that way for men. See, so so what is it about a woman that we hold things so? So closely, so dearly to our hearts. See, men, they'll go beat somebody up and blow out off stress. Women, they hold things within. See, and the, and and that's not good. Mm-hmm. So you you're going on and and you you're carrying all of this sorrow, you're carrying all of this grief, you're carrying all of this anger, and this is a is is a young woman. You're being denied the justice that, that the justice that you know you are due for your family member or for your father. Mm-hmm. So, and you you you're working to rectify the situation. You're working to bring that you know you're, you're working to 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 bring a conclusion, a rightful conclusion to what has happened. And you're steadily being pushed further behind, like 
you know, you're, you're steadily being antagonized. You know, you got police officers, other people in your community wearing shirts that, that say, I can breathe. Really? See? Mm-hmm. See? You know, you, you, you get, and you got to live with this every day. Add to the stress of everyday life. See? Add to that. And then what's 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 really happening? See what's 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 really happening? What are, what are we really seeing? See, so so so, and you see people getting away every day. They just kill somebody. He's a black man. Who cares? We moving on. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. So even years later, you still dealing with this. You still living that trauma over and over and over again, not realizing that the some that the chemical imbalance that is causing in your body is causing your heart to enlarge. See, leading to congestive heart disease, which you don't know about because you don't think you got these issues as much. You in your twenties. So you don't think about that. You don't think a little chest pain when you run up and down the stairs means anything. You sit down, you rest. Until just one day you have a massive heart attack out of nowhere and you don't understand why. It's stress. Mm. And everybody around you is shocked because, oh, we ain't know. No, you don't know because it's always swept under the rug because they always think that, you know, um, especially it's often said about black women, they're just so emotional. They're just so angry. We're not angry. We're stressed out because nothing you is know. being done about these folks killing our son. And even sometimes our own people try to sweep it under the rug like it's, you know, null and void, like it's not that important. And I continue to say no amount of money can replace my brother, my husband, my uncle. You can't replace these people, my son. You can't replace them, and that's something you carry with you. Especially when you feel like you're going through it alone, if you have no support. And for the most part, most of these young people, they don't. Because everybody wants to put a label on them. And describe them as something that's totally so far-fetched from who they are. They're a human being with feelings just like you. So when they carry around the hurt, when they carry around the brokenness, sometimes the only way to get it out is through anger because there's no other outlet because nobody else is there for them. And then where is the church in all of this? Well, if they weren't there before, why would they be nine? And, and, and they're so far from the church now because so much has gone on. Where is the real truth of the matter? Everybody got their different ideologies. Everybody got their different theologies. Everybody got their own philosophies instead of looking beyond that and really addressing the issues and telling the truth and fixing it. And until such a time, it'll be a lot more, it'll be a lot more Eric and Erica Gardner. 
And then it'll be too late to say, well, this didn't have to continue to happen. But what are you going to do about it? Hmm. 27 years old. With two children who won't have a mother or don't have a mother. And what's that going to do for them? Or does anybody even really care? Because we can read about all the statistics. We can talk about how stress, you know, chronic stress leads to death and put all these numbers out there. But at the, at the end of the day, who really cares enough? At the end of the day. Who really cares enough to do the necessary thing to make the change? To recognize their hurt. And say, hey, baby, I, I don't understand what you're going through. Whatever I can do, I want to be here to ease the pain. Maybe just listen to them. Maybe just let them cry on your shoulder for however long it takes. Instead of always saying, man, that was a year ago, you ought to be over that. You can't tell nobody how to grieve, and you can't tell anybody how long to grieve. But if they have an ear, if they have somebody to just listen, even if even if they respond with anger, don't tell them, oh, no, that ain't the way to act. For them, it is the way to act because that's the only emotion they have. You know, there's a part of this movie they always think about. You know, when I'm talking to people and they're going through stuff, you know, and, 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 and Shrek, you know, and he said, oh, it's better out than in. And in this case, it really is. It's really better out than in because we see the effect. We see the early death, and it really doesn't have to be this way. You got to start caring about people, folks. We have to. We have to. You know, you know when you start talking about black women here you know, and, and you know black women dying from from stress and things of that nature. Uh, let's be honest. In today's society, black woman is the head of many households, most households now. Yes. You know, let's be honest about that. Um, and that's enough stress as it is. But to have your child or, or, or a parent or someone gunned down right in front of you and then to sit through a trial and watch this individual that clearly murdered your relative or child to be found not guilty of Whatever, uh, it, it 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 has to weigh on you. It has to weigh. On you. Let's be honest. Women are very are very emotional creatures. I mean, humans. I mean, I say creatures, humans. And you know, are emotional. And their feelings. You know, they have their feelings are deep. Emotions are deep. Not to say men aren't, but women are just more emotional than men. Uh, and yes, that that weighs hard, hard. Especially when you talk about daughters and their fathers that are are. are that are fortunate enough to have their fathers in their lives 
And most men who have daughters, they'll tell you. The dog, man, man, you know, that's the closeness. It's like a mother and a son, you know, and I don't know what it is about those two combinations, but it's a closeness there that it just can't be described, really. But to lose one, you know, and you know, and you know they weren't doing anything wrong, it, 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 it's hard. Now, maybe, let's, say, let's be honest, just losing a loved one that you're very close to is hard in itself. It's hard in itself. Now, this woman, this young lady, we, and right now I'm talking about Erica Garner, father was choked out in the street. Videotape where you he heard him saying, I can't breathe. Okay? But nothing happened to the officers, did it? Nothing happened to them. So she became an activist. But let's think about the, the psychological stress that was on her already, not to mention now you're an activist taking up other people's life, taking out the community, no telling, getting all the backlash thrown at you. That's even more stress. And without a way to release it, eventually it's going to take its toll on you. Not to mention the quote-unquote broken heart that I know a lot of people don't believe in. But, yes, you can die from a broken heart as well. So, but the interesting um, statistics, one, one black woman is killed per month, one, that was a statistic, and one in four are unarmed. Now, that's just from police, you know, police shooting them. Like I said, I, I have a, um, a link in the chat room on a story called The Lives of Black Women. And uh, one of the stories um, in there was how this black woman opened a door to assist the police, okay, assist the law enforcement, and shooting into the house, they shot and killed her. She didn't have anything to do with it. She didn't have anything at all to do with it. You know, and as I have often said, you know, it's stressful, and I understand it comes to a point where sometimes you don't want to deal with the, the media coverage. You don't want to deal with people talking about, can I get an interview to do the trial? So you take that settlement that the city offers. Because they just wait you out, basically, what they do. They wait you out. Eventually, yeah, take the money. But like I always say, you take that money, you know, yeah, it, it, it's okay, yeah, I'm going to start a scholarship or so forth, you know, donate a chair or whatever. But that doesn't relieve any stress or pain or, or that, that you have, that you have within you. And we're we're built to sustain and keep moving and keep moving and push it push it back push it back push it back to the point it's it's going to explode it's got to go somewhere and in a lot of instances with our black women you know it's deadly is the best word I can find it's deadly so black ladies you know not if you just lost someone you know from law enforcement if you you got to find some way to release it. Go to a dance class. Uh, talk to your friend. You know, if you got to just go in and stand by the ocean and scream and yell, trust me, I know it works sometimes, okay? Hey, do whatever you got to do. You know, because we have to. We have to find a better way. Hey, they're killing our young men. So, young ladies, mothers, <laughs> you know, we got to do something. We have to do something, you know. And I, 
with that because it, it's it's way. Ooh, Lord. Go ahead, P. Go on and finish up. You know, you know where I'm going. I got to back off of that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to back. back up. You know, so huh? just 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 for the most part. You know, in, in, in dealing with that, or if you know someone, you know, like that who's dealing with that, you know, just try to be a comfort for them. I mean, if you pray, pray for them, you know. Just just be there to be that support and, 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 and not let them be out in the middle of the ocean by themselves. You may not understand, but I guarantee you they would appreciate knowing that somebody is there for them. Because that's a very that's a very lonesome and 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 dangerous place. And don't let them tell you, yeah, I'm okay, because they're really not. If they're not talking about it, and they're just keeping busy doing all this stuff, sometimes you need to say, hey, uh, let's go do something else to take the, you know, get your mind off this. You're not going to sit here in Sorrow Valley. You're not going to sit here and just work yourself to death, worrying about what somebody else did that you can't. You don't have any control over anymore. You have to live now. Now they may not understand that, and they may think that that you're being unfair and you don't understand, you know, how they feel. No, you don't. You don't. But you do understand that they got to go on living. We don't want to see you in in an early grave. We won't, don't want to see you following them. Just because they're gone doesn't mean it's the end of your life. It does not have to be. And for many people, when they lose somebody like that, that they love, they really feel it is the end of their life. Because for some people, that brother, that sister, that husband, that wife, you know, that son, that daughter, that was their life. They had everything tied up, all of their emotions in them. And unless there is an outlet, they will follow. So we got to be a people, you know, to to be aware and to not allow somebody to go down that road of darkness. Mm-hmm. Be a light for them. Bring them home. And let them know, hey, yes, you can live. You can go on. You don't you don't have to stay there. I promise you they'll hear you. I promise you they will hear you. All right? So just be that light. Just decide to be that light for somebody. All right? All right. You know, All right, um, Mr. Talk, let's move on from that. Do we got any questions okay, on that? Anybody want to make any comments? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow the, slow your train roll now. <laughs> let me let me say something real fast. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Erica Gardner. You know, in one of her final interviews last week, she said something that was very interesting. And as I was reading over over you know, the articles, I found it. And I wanted to make sure I, I got this in here because it. it it really explains what she was going through or what others go through. And it says, um, she talked about the death of Vanita Browder and her own mm-hmm. health challenges. You know, look at Khalif Browder's mother. She died of a broken heart. I'm struggling with my health right now. The system beats you down. 
Gardner yes. talked about her sadness. She also talked about the financial obstacles that black families living on public aid like hers face when they need therapy to deal with grief. All right, so backtrack here from what to give you the backstory. In 2016, Anita Browder died of complications from a heart attack, okay, in New York. Sixteen months earlier, she lost her son, Khalif, her baby boy, to suicide. Khalif had been suffering from depression since his release from Rikers Island, where she spent three years awaiting trial, where he spent three years awaiting trial for allegedly stealing a backpack. His case was eventually dismissed but not before he suffered permanent damage. While locked up, he was severely beaten and subjected to more than 800 days of solitary confinement. Benita Browder worked relentlessly to release herself from prison, but by the time she succeeded, the trauma of his confinement had taken a deadly emotional toll. It eventually took a toll on her as well. Just that right there, Tells it all. It, it says mm-hmm. it all. It does. It says it all. You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's it. 135 at ages 49, 55, black women are 7.5 years biologically older than white women. Mm. At ages 49 and 55. Seven and a half years biologically older than white women because of stress. Because of stress. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I don't agree with this. Some black women already show signs of accelerated aging to the stress of gender racism in our everyday lives. Now, I ain't going to lie like that because, hey, black don't crack, but the inside leaks. <laughs> I like it. I'm copyright. Yeah, black don't crack, but the inside leaks. You know, and I say you you can just what you can yell and scream on the outside, smile all you want to, but inside it's just tearing you apart, tearing you apart. It hurts. So yeah, but okay, all right. Um, Cole says it's time to move on from that, so we're gonna move on. We we're gonna move on. But if you know anybody in this situation, there is help out there. If it's just you sit down listening to them, and sometimes that's all they take. You know, that's sometimes it's just someone to talk to. Get it out. A good cry. I ain't doing that. But a good cry. And, and you be surprised. Yeah. You know, really what? You ain't going to really cry? What? You ain't going to cry? Cry for what? If you, <laughs> if, 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 if you hurt bad enough, Everybody go cry. I don't care what you say. Them tears don't yeah. matter whether you want them, if you whether you want them to or not. Because other than that, you Because other than that, you explode. Seriously. Well, you know, sometimes you, you know, sometimes those look, sometimes those tears aren't tears of sadness. They aren't tears of happiness. There's there are tears of anger. Now, I ain't that, you that, pissed off, and you want to go and hurt somebody. I'm the one. You want to hurt yeah. somebody. Yes. Okay. That that yeah. you know. So don't think there's always tears of happiness. Y'all tears of sad. No, there's tears of pissed off at Yeah, I created. Right. 
It's called rage. Okay, you call it rage. I call it pissed off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> either way, either okay. Sitting in suit 
up in Washington, D.C. want to play games. Want to play games. And that's all it basically comes down to, playing games. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's just, it's raggedy, man. This is raggedy. So, we going to keep our eye on it, though. We are. We going to keep our eye on this thing because it is crazy. It really is. The last shutdown was what in 2013. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it lasted for it lasted for like 16 days. Yeah, it lasted for 16 days. No, not to mention the ones in '95 and '96. <laughs> it's just crazy. But they want to continue to play play this game. Now. Everybody's saying, well, you know, the economy is up. And I just mentioned the jobs late earlier in the show. Oh, so what you think a government shutdown is going to do? It's going to slow it down? Yeah, it's going to slow it down. Because a lot of people are going to lose some jobs. Hmm. And who's that going to fall back? Let's not forget. Let's not forget. Midterm elections are in November of this year. November this year. So put that on your calendar now. November this year, we have midterm elections for them clowns up there in them suits. So whoever your clown is, you need to remind them of that. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. You know, but it, it, it's unreal. It's unreal. You know, and I find it very interesting. All I'm going to we going to cut the... The, the, the national deficit, we gonna cut it, but everything they do adds to it. How is it cutting? How they cutting anything? They add to it. Then next group come in, they say the same thing. Then they do all this. Now here's another question: Where's the money coming from? Where's it coming from? Well, not like we this country really has any. So where's it coming from? <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all see this, the the game they like to play with this mess, but it's okay. We gonna, we will be all right. We have no choices. There's really nothing we can do about it, right? There's nothing we really can do about it. Mm. Same, same, same. But call your call your knucklehead and let them know that you know what's going on and they need to do something real fast, okay? Because it's gonna take strong leadership, strong leadership in both the Senate and the House. Get some things done now, the right way. And me and P. Ross was talking about this earlier today, and over half of Americans feel that most politicians are crooked anyway. They just crooked. You know, once they get up there, they own for themselves, and that's it. Okay. And me and her was talking earlier, and we both said, well, some of them actually go up there with good intentions. Good intentions, but they get caught up in the game, <laughs> as, as she said. They get caught up in the game, or they have someone do them a favor, and now they owe that individual. See, now you caught up. You caught up. That yeah. might be in prison. <laughs> you know, I, I, hey, I kept big boy off of you. Now, what, what? It's time for you to pay up. You ain't got no cigarettes. Well, bend it over. Get the jelly out the refrigerator or something. But. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So 
caught up, and, and that's that's the, the the game that's being played up there. Now she says she actually. Well, I'll let her tell you. Tell about those that you know that been up there said they had to get out because you know they just weren't gonna play their game. Yeah, oh, some people, you know, you know they people who were you know first second year in in politics one year and one year one and done really because they they just wasn't going to compromise their integrity for the games that were being played, you know, and that's just at the local level. Now just 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 think at at at, at the state, you know, and the federal level. The games that are being played, the things that that you got to acquiesce to, that comes against your character, that comes against your moral values, you know, in order just to keep a place because you you want you want you really have a desire to change some things back at home, mm-hmm. but because this this political machine that that you've got involved in, and, and you realize that you know you're not even a cog in the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, you just wanted the spokes on the outside. You know, and you never will be a cog in the wheel unless you agree to meet their demands, to play by their rules. And one hand washes the other. Hey. It's give and take. You know, and it's only so far you're going to be able to go trying to be your own man or to be your own woman. And oh my goodness, let's not talk about the women. Oh my God. You know, we all applaud Maxine Waters, which which is which is really due to her because it was a fight for her to stay there because of the disrespect. See? And the stuff she had but even she, even she, if you read up on her, she had to acquiesce to some things. She had to give up some things that she wanted that she knew would help her community that she just was not able to get done on her own. So, so you know, if you're going to be in the political game, it's going to come a point in time. If you're going to stay there, you're going to have to get, you're going to have some strange bedfellows. You're going to have to get in bed with some people to get some things done. Because we make all these promises during the campaign, and, and, and some politicians, not all, they really earnestly want to keep them. They're not just saying stuff to get your vote to get there. They really have a desire to help their community. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, when they get there, the things, their ideology, the, their ideas are just not reality. Right. They are not just not able to get it done. Because their ideas and just don't fit in with what the real agenda is for this country. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. See. That's it. Another big you know, part of the game, game puzzle that they like to play. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, speaking of games and a big puzzle, former Arizona Sheriff John R R P O A or whatever. Y'all know that clown that Arizona has around? Yeah. He decided he's going to run for the U.S. Senate, y'all. Yes, he's going to run for the U.S. Senate. <laughs> he said, I am running for the U.S. Senate for the great state of Arizona for one unwavering reason, to support the agenda 
to make America great again. Yeah, that's what now, he said. Yeah. Now, let's not forget he was convicted last July of criminal contempt in a racial profiling case, okay, that heightened tensions over U.S. immigration policy but was pardoned by Trump the following month. Now, let's, let's put that in context, okay? He was convicted in July. In September, he was pardoned. He was supposed to be sentenced in October. Y'all see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? And what was it? He was because uh, the sheriff willingly violated a 2011 injunction, barring his officers from detaining Latino drivers solely on the suspicion that they were in the country illegally. He dubbed himself the toughest sheriff in America. But he lost his reelection in Arizona. That was a good thing. Now, think about it. You got the toughest sheriff in America, the law and order president, and whatever that clown up is, uh, um, Sheriff Clark called himself. Man, really? Um, his team, including his tough stance on illegal immigration, drew notice from outside the county. He also reinstituted gang chain gang, made inmates wear uniforms that were pink or old-fashioned black and white stripes. And forbade them coffee, salt, and pepper, which I really don't care about coffee, salt, and pepper, regardless. You know, but brought back chain gang, made them wear the pink or the black and white suits. You know, like you saw in the movie um, Life. Yeah, with Martin Lawrence and um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, those things right there. So, just think about it. That clowns get up there, and they were worried about more down in Alabama. <laughs> ain't that something? They don't worry about more than that about, but this one, and you know the scary part about it, he may just actually win. You know, he's taking, he's gonna run for the seat that um is gonna be left over by um, Jeff, Jeff Blake. Blake. Say, yeah, say he's retired. Well, uh, that's that's scary, y'all. That is very scary. You know, people brown skinned and what have you. Ooh, you better watch out. Don't get deep. All right, hey, what did the time go? Eleven minutes, y'all. Eleven minutes left in live time. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do we have any more to talk about? Yeah, we got a couple. I think. Do we have any more to talk about, P? I'm looking. Yeah, we got Oprah. Okay, so we're gonna be going into to um. Overtime just a little bit. So if you're not on the um, switchboard, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. And if you are able to join us for the um, extra time, uh, you can always shoot us an email at ericletstalk at gmail.com or pleona.ross24 at gmail.com. Okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remembered it. Let me go ahead and put them in the chat room so if anybody in there, you can see. But thank you for checking us out, stopping by. Um, the web page will be updated this weekend. Or you stop by my, my page on Facebook and, uh, you know, check us out there. All the information will be there, okay? But I do suggest you go to the web page because there's some nice videos that um, explain some of the
of the things we're talking about today in more detail and <clears throat> to give you a better understanding. Yeah. Okay. P. Ross. No, that's wrong. P. Leona. Ross. Twenty four at gmail.com. All right, y'all got that? Because I know y'all already know Eric Let's Talk at gmail.com. All right, that's if you want to send your, your message directly to P. Ross. Uh, y'all don't want me to know, that's fine. <laughs> I love you anyway. Um, Oprah, running for president. Look, and I think I said this the other day on the show. Oprah, don't run for president. Please don't run for president because they already have started the character assassination. They already have started it because you took pictures with that Weinstein guy who later on has become known as the predator. You know, and, and you know what? I, I'm going to say something about that. You know, I'm not even, even Hollywood, and I know about the casting couch. Now, y'all tell me y'all know what a casting couch is in Hollywood? Okay. That's when you go and meet the director in his office on his couch, and he ain't there just to interview you about that part. You know? Yeah. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, uh, <laughs> you know, he was right, but come on, you got to hear about it. You know about it, right? So when you go in there and they tell you you're going to get on the casting couch, you should already know. Don't go in there. But anyway, I'm going to digress. Um, Oprah, don't run. Number one, you're not married to Stedman. You and Gil are too dang on close. And you and Tyler Perry, they're still trying to figure out what's going on there as well. He dresses up like a woman on the TV. So, Oprah, please, <laughs> please do not run. Because what they're going to dig up on you, they're already doing it, just from that picture with Weinstein, all right? They're going to, they, look, they are going to assassinate your character. They're already doing it. And the closer you get in, if you say you are old, it's going to go in full effect. You know, it's the old political machine starting up already. Already. Oprah, enjoy your own station, your own television channel. Enjoy Enjoy whatever you will statement and, and Gail do. Enjoy it. Don't worry about it. Don't step into this arena. It's not even worth it. It's not. <laughs> it is not worth it. Of course, it'd be interesting, but it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not. They're not ready for that. They weren't ready for 44, so I know they're not ready for you. Anyway. And the, the action these last few few months and days have proven just that. But before I go any further, go ahead, Pete. I know you got a lot to say on this as well. Do your thing, your thug business. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it was said, no, we don't need another celebrity for president. You see what's already happening to the White House as we speak. So why? Would you do that? You know, they was joking about what is she going to give away, you know, every day to the American people. You know, she got to give away something, you know, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and, you know, we don't even know whether this lady is seriously or is not even seriously is even considering it. This is what people around her are are, are saying. 
you know, people getting geared up and getting in her in in, in her ear trying to, you know, um, um, some dude from Iowa talking about call me Oprah. I got some Iowa County chairs who would love to hear from you. You know, already trying to get her on the bandwagon to the presidency, but why? Want to put yourself through that? You know, you you gonna be in in in, in you, you see what they did to Barack. You know, even though everybody knows every president is just a puppet on a string, they gotta they gotta follow the outlined agenda regardless. You know, they don't really have any own decisions to make. You only go so far as they will allow you to go. You know, but why would you want to subject yourself to that? I mean, you talking about women aging from stress, really? Potent, mm-hmm. Oprah. No, 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 I just don't don't do it. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. You know, don't open up for president. I mean, don't. Wash you into that because they think that you know you already a part of the big wheel as it goes, and we can just manipulate you a little bit more to to fit into our agenda. And because you're a black woman, the black vote is sealed, and especially the 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 women's vote would be sealed. So hey, you would possibly be a shoe in. So you know, yeah. Yeah, let, let 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 that can be our next. You know, that could be our next puppet. Why not? Really, it'll work. And 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 the way that you would arrange an entire, you know, media, you know, to 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 just. I mean, of course, there are going to be people that that are going to come against her. They're going to pull out every in every closet. But the media propaganda that they would use to support her is going to put her up so high that it would be almost virtually impossible for anybody else to win. All right. Here's here's an interesting thing. In a head-to-head matchup with President Trump, Winfrey would win 50 to 39%, and that's according to a new NPR PBS NewsHour Marist poll. However. Yeah, they just just did that. Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah, however. But when asked if they want Winfrey to run for president, a majority, 54%, say they don't want her to do so, with 35%, they do want her to run. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just one poll right there. But that's an interesting 54%. Now, yeah. the question is, 54%, <laughs> you know, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorable or unfavorable impression of Oprah Winfrey? Now, this is really interesting. <clears throat> Democrat, uh, the Democrats ask, 87% say yes, they do. Okay, 5% say no, they don't have our favor. Black, it says black, 83%. Unfavorable, 10 Women, 74%. 16% unfavorable. Latino, 69%. Unfavorable, 19 Overall, 64% have a favorable, favorable uh, impression of Oprah, and 23% don't. Now, let's go to the white. White, 62% say yes, 26% say no. Um, 
I guess these independents, 60% say yes, 24% say no. Men, 54% yes, 31% no. W.E. Christian, 46% yes, 42% no. And the GOP, 39% yes, and 50% no, like you would expect anything else. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, W.E. Christ stands for white evangel- uh, evangelical Christians, okay? That's the, what, the closest one. 46% of them say yes, 42% say no. All right, but that's just, you know, just a little poll that they have going on right now. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It really is. But it's still too early. It's still early. You know, plus you have still have Mark Cuban out there and a couple of other people that make any and their business being, you know, they 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 run into the same boat as the Oprah and the, the Trump guy. So it, it'd be interesting to see. But you know what else? Um, as I mentioned earlier, there's 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 an article in Newsweek regarding Trump's mother. Um, who migrated to this country from Scotland, or somewhere over there near um, Iceland, London, okay? Her name was Mary Ann McLeod. And if you read, if you read this article, I think it would give you a better understanding, better understanding of why he is the way he is. You know, the genes just were passed on. I don't know how, but they were. Um, Yes, in Newsweek, uh, January 12th issue. You know what? No problem. I'm a, I placed it on my Facebook page. What I go and do, I go and put it on the uh, the show website so you can check it out there, okay? But it's a very interesting read and a very eye-opening. I, I can say it like that. It's very eye-opening, and I, I suggest you check it out. Uh, anything else we got, Pete? Uh, nope. Uh, about everything. All right, we did good today. Time flew by. I'll tell you. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for hanging out. We really appreciate it. We gonna go on and continue on till we stop doing what we gonna do here today. All right. So, Pete, since you give me give me your last words. Give me what's on your mind for the weekend, so people you put something on their mind. Cause I got some good stuff for them today. So you go right okay. ahead. last words. I mean, it was a good show. I mean, we started, we talked about Erica Gardner, we talked about, you know, the Yankee brought in about the scholarships and the school systems, you know, it was a lot of information given out, but, you know, just realize, you know, you only got one life to live. Take care of yourself, you know, and and, and be true to yourself first and foremost, who you are, and don't allow people to change you, you know, don't allow people to move you from who you know that you are, you know, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. You know, so don't be moved by what others say and what others think. Know who you are and be true to that, you know. Oh, Lord, sorry. I don't even know where that came from. Trump trying to get his own word in. Trump trying to get his own word in all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, just, just just be true to you and in, and in doing that, always look out for somebody else. You know, 
The word said love has a multitude of sin. Instead of looking and judging folks, look at the good and look at the similarities, you know, that you might have. You know, before you try to judge somebody or fault somebody else, look at what you did and how unjust you were, how untrue you were, the dirt that nobody knows about you that you got away with or that somebody else forgave you about, you know. Hey, and maybe forgive that person. You know, just learn to love in spite of. I guess that's the biggest thing I can say. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Kind of goes with what I got to say. You just didn't even know it, did you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I guess love, love conquers all. Love them in spite. Well, y'all, <laughs> love them in spite. That's what she said. But yeah, love them in spite. What Happen 
you know, there's this great show. Except on the weekends, you know, he got to get his sweets out on the weekend, which proves more or less, yeah, he, he, he's not all there. Um, <laughs> um, <sighs> it was a great show they put on. And for those that are paid to to push it and make the American people believe that it's true, they did just that. And yes, some Americans, you know, some of the public bought into it. Oh, I made a mistake, and da, 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 so forth and so on. But let's be real, y'all. We've seen this before. The Weather Administration, the Dog and Pony Show, we've seen this before. When we know things aren't right, when we know things are crooked as hell. But yet, we keep falling for this, right? We keep falling for it. Um, and I... I it's interesting because every time something happens, no matter what administration we're dealing with, there's always something that comes out to distract, to change uh, the narrative that's going on in the country. And, of course, all these these companies all of a sudden giving $1,000 bonuses to employees. The latest was Walmart. Walmart. Oh, wow. But, of course, like I said earlier in the show, they closed the 63 Sam Clubs. But they didn't tell you that part of it, did it? No, they didn't. And I'm like, okay, okay, maybe maybe he's crazy as heck, but maybe what he's doing is going to work just a little bit until he once again shows who he really is. You know, there's reports that the president made uh, some comments uh, about several economically challenged countries, and he called them poop holes. I'm going to call them poop holes because I ain't going to say the other word. Poop holes. Haiti, El Salvador, and some African countries. And they are pissed off about it, believe it or not. They are really pissed. Um, and basically say, why are we having all these people from poop hole countries come here? The United States should instead bring more people from countries such as Norway, whose prime minister happens to have been there Wednesday. Okay, Norway. There's some bright people in Norway. You know, yeah, there's some bright people over there. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but this, you know, he went on to say that uh, that he would be open to more immigrants from Asian countries because he felt they helped the United States economically. What is that saying? Huh? What is that saying? Now, let's backtrack for a minute. Let's remember that he made a statement about um, Haiti a little while ago and said they all had AIDS. What did he say about me in Nigeria? They would never go back to their huts in Africa once they come to the United States. Is that making America great again? Is that bringing America back to the glory days? Depends on who glory days you're looking at. Let not us forget that his own mother immigrated to this country. His press secretary went out there put out something, and basically the only words that I caught that really made sense to me, assimilate to the American way. Assimilate. And we know they love for you to assimilate. They got the black community a long time ago on that one. Now, why am I telling you all this? You've probably heard all this before. Maybe not the way I'm saying it, but you heard it before, I'm sure. Well, 
this is what I'm about to tell you. And I think this is about to be as real as I can be. Making America great again. To me, from what I'm hearing and seeing and from the examples that given, it's just going back to the old days when the Caucasian ruled the roost, the white man ruled the roost, and every other ethnicity was their footstool. Yeah, basically what's happening. Think about it. More people like those in Norway. All people in Haiti have AIDS. Go back to their huts in Africa. What in the heck? And this is the leader of the, quote, unquote, most powerful country in the world. We got to do better, people. We got to do better. That's all I'm saying, and I'm leaving it at that. All right, so it was a good one, y'all. I appreciate you stopping by. We're going to be here Monday on the holiday, and uh, it's going to be open mic, so it'll be your time to get in and, and say what you gotta say, you know. I I let you ride as long as you 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 making sense. <laughs> Put it that way, uh, you know. And we we gonna have some fun. Uh, I think that's it. Pete, you got anything else? So we get re roll out. No, that's it. Okay. Have a great weekend, people. All right, y'all have a great one. Uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, begin with open heart. But make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to uh, laugh at yourself. Hey, sometimes laughing at yourself saves you some tears. Believe you me. All right. We're going to take you out of here with a song by Rag and Bone Man, one of the songs I love. I really love this song. If you're going to say listen to, to it, I would say listen to the words. And, look, I'm getting chill bumps just thinking about playing it. And I love this song. And the words are powerful, very powerful. But if not, I'll see everybody back Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Don't forget to stop by the web page. Um, I will be updating it later on this evening with that article about Trump's mother. So you need to go by and check it out for other things on there as well. And that's www.ericlesstalk.com. All right. Until Monday, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Uh, here's Human, the Rag and Bone Man. See y'all Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, it's silent. Yeah, it's playing. Let me try this. We don't need it. Yeah, it's got it's got that thing on delay going now. <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh well. No, that would happen. Hey, Raggin, Raggin Bone Man ain't cooperating today. Yeah. Anyway, well, I just play it Monday. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. We gonna get on out of here. It ain't helping. All right. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -ch
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.